What is going on, everyone? This is your host, the God of Thunder, and welcome back to The Circle Pit. You all just listened to Deadweight Burden's Not My Burden off of their 2015 album, Drop the Rock. 
Deadweight Burden are a powerhouse southern 70s hard rock band from Porchester, New York. Pure sludgy American rock and roll. All three members, Greg, John, and Cheech, have been in various other bands, both together and separate. They have all been playing music for over 20 years. Each of them are dedicated to creating music that not only feeds their souls, but also moves the audience. Some of their biggest influences include Leonard Skinner, Black Sabbath, Government Mule, Iron Maiden, Pearl Jam, Clutch, and many more. Deadweight Burden have a show coming up on April 28th at Billy Beans in Danbury, Connecticut. The show starts at 8 o'clock, and opening for them is the Soul Source Side Project and Crude and Rude. Deadweight Burden will be rocking some of their classics, as well as some awesome new material. You do not want to miss this show. DWB is currently in the studio right now recording some new songs for their new album. They currently have four songs recorded, and they have eight more to go. The bassist Cheech Carrero says that the new songs have some metal roots and are southern rock inspired. The band is looking forward to recording and especially looking forward to their gigs in both the spring and the summer. And don't forget to come out to their show on Saturday, April 28th at Billy Beans in Danbury, Connecticut for a night of pure heavy metal and rock and roll. Staying in the Porchester area now, Ghost announces a spring tour and they are coming to Porchester, New York at the Capitol Theater on May 15th. If you can't make it out to that show, they're also playing in Syracuse on May 16th. Porchester, New York is my hometown, and to see one of my favorite bands coming there and playing in one of the greatest venues ever created is just too good to be true. I've been a fan of Ghost for six years now. I own every single one of their albums on vinyl, on CD, digitally, everything. I have their logo tattooed on my forearm. I've seen them three times. I know every single song. They are by far one of my favorite bands. And to see that they're coming to my hometown puts a big smile on my face. And thanks to my mom, she got me VIP tickets. So after six full years, I'm finally meeting Papa Emeritus and the name of schools. I'm beyond excited for this. May can't come soon enough. If you get the chance, definitely check them out on this tour. If you're not a fan of them, still go see them because your opinion might change. They're one of the best live bands out there today. And this teasing of the new Papa is just getting everyone so worked up. We're just, we're so excited to see what the band has to offer us. There has been no news yet on the full album and no news on a new song coming out. However, Tobias Forge, who was just revealed as Papa, did say that they're hoping to release their album in April. Which it all makes sense because the tour kicks off on May 5th. This is the band's now fourth full-length album, and definitely check it out. You do not want to miss this tour. I will be there, and I hope to see some of you there. It is going to be one devilishly fun night. Next up on the list, we got the Warp Tour lineup. Warp Tour recently just announced their final tour, and now today we have the bands. If you're interested in going, we have 303. Asking Alexandria, Black Veil Brides, Bowling for Soup, Beartooth, Knuckle Puck, Mayday Parade, State Champs, Sum 41, Taking Back Sunday, All Time Low, Falling in Reverse, and a bunch of other pop punk bands that I will not list right now. 
you all can check that out. But for the heavier stuff, for the better stuff, we have the Amity Affliction, Chelsea Grin, Ice Nine Kills, Kublai Khan, Sharp Tooth, Twisted, Wage War, August Burns Red, Crown the Empire, Every Time I Die, Motionless and White, Knocked Loose, Necrogoblicon, and many, many more. I will be at the Hartford, Connecticut date on July 15th and Wantaw, New York on July 28th. I'll be right in the circle pit and I hope to see some of you there. On Monday morning, Metallica announced a massive United States tour, which kicks off on September 2nd in Madison, Wisconsin, and finishes March 13th, 2019 in Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you're in the New York and Connecticut area, we only get a few shows. They will be playing in Buffalo, New York on October 27th at the Key Bank Center and October 29th in Albany, New York at the Times Union Center. Another show to check out this year is the Black Dahlia Murder co-headlining tour with Whitechapel. Black Dahlia Murder will play their Nightbringers album in its entirety, plus more. And Whitechapel will play their whole This Is Exile album in its entirety. Supporting the bands will be Flesh God Apocalypse, Aversion's Crown, and Shadow of Intent. Go check this tour out and let me know what you guys think. One last concert announcement. If you guys are in the New York City area this coming Wednesday on March 7th, head down to Irving Plaza and check out Exodus with Municipal Waste. It'll be one thrashtacular night. Go check them out. This past Sunday night, I was at the Albany Capital Center attending the Dropkick Murphys St. Patrick's Day Tour with Agnostic Front. It was my third time seeing the Murphys and my first time seeing Agnostic Front. Agnostic Front started off with Something's Gotta Give on the set list, and after that, it was just one night of pure moshing. I got in the pit with Roger Merritt, the singer, and I even got to sing my favorite song, Gotta Go. When the Dropkick Murphys began, a lot of pe- a lot of people in the crowd were like really just standing still and doing nothing. And I I started jumping around, I started singing, and everyone around me started doing the same exact thing. As soon as the band started singing, The Boys Are Back, that's when the whole crowd got involved. Everyone started moshing, people started singing, and it just got to the point towards the end of the night where there were just a bunch of drunk people wobbling all over the place, and it was honestly really annoying, but... Overall, it was a great show. If you've never seen the Murphys before, definitely go see them. And if they're coming anywhere around you on this St. Patrick's Day tour, go check them out. And if you're in the Boston area, on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, they'll be in Boston, Massachusetts. That's probably going to be one hell of a show. Definitely go. Let me know how it is if you're there. I would love to hear the feedback. I'm dying to get to a Murphy show in Boston. It is now time for the horror pit. First, we are going to talk about a new Spanish horror movie called Veronica, which was just released on Netflix. Some describe it as the scariest movie ever. 
The movie was put online earlier this week, February 26th, and people have been going crazy about it. One user writes that they started watching Veronica on Netflix, but the demon walking down the hallway scene freaked me out so much I had to turn it off. What a baby. <laughs> I have not seen this movie yet, but I am going to watch it soon. And I will review it as soon as I watch it, and I will let you guys know what I think about it. Another person on Twitter says, Um, just watched the Spanish horror movie on Netflix, Veronica, and I legit almost cried because it's so scary. That was that was a well-done possession movie. Never sleeping again. So, what's the film all about? Director Paco Plaza sets the film in 1991, Madrid follows teenager Veronica and her friends Rosa and Diana as they take a break from looking after their younger siblings to hold a seance in an attempt to contact Veronica's dead boyfriend who died in a motorcycle accident. They use a Ouija board and mistakenly make contact with Veronica's late father instead. The movie is in Spanish throughout the film. There's English subtitles, which could honestly be very annoying to some. I don't know. See, me, myself, I don't really like like that, but I'll give it a try. I'll watch it and see what everyone's... See what the big thing is about it. I'll see how scary it really is. Not a big fan of paranormal movies, but I will watch it, and I will review it either next week or the week after. But I will review it, and I will let you guys know. And in the meantime, check it out and let me know what you guys think about it. So with the Oscars coming up this Sunday... Here's 16 horror movies that actually won Oscars. Alien, Sleepy Hollow, Rosemary's Baby, The Fly, Misery, Jaws, Black Swan, An American Werewolf in London, The Omen, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, The Phantom of the Opera, The Picture of Dorian Gray, The Exorcist, and The Silence of the Lambs. This Sunday, horror fans will see that both Get Out and The Shape of Water are up for numerous awards. They're nominated for Best Picture, which is very rare for horror movies nowadays. So tell me, who do you want to see win? Would you choose Get Out, or would you choose The Shape of Water? Let me know in the comments section who you guys would like to see win an Oscar. In some fun horror news today, some divers found a life-size Jason Voorhees statue down in a Minnesota lake. If you don't know why Jason was found at the bottom of the lake, let me refresh your memory a little bit. At the end of Friday the 13th, Jason lives. Tommy Jarvis stops Jason Voorhees by chaining him to the bottom of Crystal Lake putting him back in the same spot where he died as a kid. If you guys are in the Minnesota area, maybe go check it out in person, or I'll share a link to the YouTube video that shows it directly up close and personal on my Facebook page. Last week I asked all of you if there were any specific movies that you guys wanted me to review, and I got The Shining. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Overall, this was my first ever horror movie that I've ever watched, and it was so great. Jack Nicholson did an amazing job as Jack Torrance, and Shelley Duvall did an even better job as Wendy Torrance. The whole family itself is just creepy and 
menacing and the way we see Jack Torrance just slowly losing his mind is what really makes this movie scary. A lot of people don't really think it's a horror movie the first time they see it at least like today because it's not there's no jump scares there's no evil monsters it's just a guy and his family and he's trying to kill his family. The scary part is that it's real it messes with your head we see this father just going after his kid, going after his wife with an axe, and he wants to kill them. That's terrifying for a lot of people. Imagine your father just coming after you with an axe. If, you're not, if you don't get scared about that, something's wrong with you. Overall, it was such a fantastic movie. It really changed my perspective on a lot of movies. The movie itself is in my top 10 of favorite horror movies. Ever. So again, if there is any horror movie that you guys want me to review, whether it's past or present, let me know and I will review it. Also, be sure to check out The Strangers Pray at Night, which comes out next week, March 9th. I will review that movie after I see it. I'm really, I have high hopes for this movie. It looks like it's going to be good. Go check it out. Alright, it is now time for the horror movie of the week and the band of the week. Let's see who you all voted for. For Metal Band of the Week, I gave you guys the choice between Pantera and Metallica. The winner of that was... Pantera! And now let's see who you all voted for for the Horror Movie of the Week. I gave you guys the choice between Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. You all voted for... Friday the 13th, drastically actually, like, I'm surprised that there was such a big difference between these two. I myself voted for Nightmare on Elm Street, and it turns out I was the only one that voted for Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, the rest of you voted for Friday the 13th, therefore Nightmare on Elm Street lost 10% to 90% on Facebook. Thank you all for voting. And it seems like you guys like these, so I'm going to keep doing them. I'll post them every Monday, and you guys have a week. You have until that Friday of that week until 1 o'clock p.m. So make sure you vote and make sure you stay up to date with all things heavy metal and horror on the Circle Pit Facebook page and Instagram. And don't forget, if you guys are an up-and-coming band and want your name out there... I will promote you on this show. Just message me on Facebook and Instagram, and we could either do an interview, I could play some songs from you guys, I could sponsor you. I want your name out there, you want your name out there, and I'm more than happy to help. Also, if you're a big fan of ghosts like I am, make sure you check out the Ghost American Ministries page on Facebook. We all talk about tours, new songs, what we think about the band, any news that's really happening. And we all meet up at shows. We all get in contact with each other. It's like one big family. Make sure you check them out. Join us. Join the ministry. And I'll see you all at the next Ghost Concert and any other shows that there are. And that is all for this week's episode. We are now one month into this show. And I can't thank you all enough for all of your support. Thank you so much. Be sure to tune in next week to hear the latest heavy metal and horror news. I'll see you all next week. Stay metal.